Good morning and welcome once again to the Sunday morning message brought to you each and every Sunday morning right here on Classic Hits 103.7 by Living Waters Lutheran Church located in Pound, Wisconsin. You can join Living Waters Lutheran Church online at Facebook at Living Waters Crivets or you can reach out to them on email at livingwaterscrivets at gmail.com. As always, this message is being brought to you each and every Sunday morning, as I say, right here on Classic Hits 103.7 by our sponsors. This morning's sponsors include Joe's Auto Body, located in Sunnyview Lane in Cribbets. Contact Joe for all your auto body needs at 715-854-2481. That number, once again, is 715-854-2481. It is also brought to you by the people at Fisher Tax and Financial Services, located on Highway 141 in Cribbets. You can contact Fisher Tax and Financial Services for all your tax and financial needs at 715-854-3695. It is also brought to you by Circle R Accounting for all your tax representation needs. You can contact Circle R Accounting at 715-854-7084. That number, once again, is 715-854-7084. We'd also like to welcome a new sponsor to this program at JC's Auto Detailing located at 225 Hames Avenue in Coleman. Contact JC for all your auto detailing needs at 920-662-6332. That number once again is 920-662-6332. It is always, this message as I say, is brought to you by Living Waters Lutheran Church located at 3007 Business 141 in Pound, Wisconsin. Living Waters Lutheran Church meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and again at 11 a.m. in our social hall for fellowship. Please, we hope that we might be able to see you in person or as I say, as always, you can contact Living Waters Lutheran Church at 715-927-7084. If you wish to become a sponsor of this program or wish to reach out to Living Waters Lutheran Church, you can always do so by mailing. Living Waters Lutheran Church at P.O. Box 232, that's P.O. Box 232, at Crivets, Wisconsin, 54114. Or again, as I say, if you want to connect with Living Waters Lutheran Church online on Facebook, our tag is Living Waters Crivets. And as always, you can contact them at 715-927-7084. Let us begin this morning with a morning prayer. I come before you, O Lord, as the sun rises, may your hope rise up in me. As the birds sing, may your love flow out of me. As the light floods into this new day, may your joy shine through me. I come before you, O Lord, and drink in this moment of peace, that I may carry something of your hope, love, and joy toward day in my heart. We all say, Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 11th Sunday after Trinity is from Genesis chapter 4. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. And again she bore his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, and Cain a worker of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock, and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? 
And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Cain spoke to Abel, his brother. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground, and now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth, to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. You shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me today away from the ground, and from your face I shall be hidden. I shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord put a mark on Cain, lest any who found him should attack him. The epistle is from the Ephesians chapter 2. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the curse of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preach to you, unless you believed in vain, for I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to the one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. 
Jesus also told this parable to some who entrusted themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithe to all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Here ends the word of our Lord this morning. Please be seated. The story of the tax collector and the good Christian everyday Sunday going parishioner. That is the parable that Jesus uses today. And when we hear the words of Scripture this morning, it fascinates me that it is paired with the story of Cain and Abel. It's, there, it's also set up with the preachings of the first apostles who are talking about being justified through grace. Salvation given freely by God for the forgiveness of sins through Christ. What fascinates me, of course, with the most Shocking news, as we all hear, is Cain and Abel, born of Adam and Eve, who had inherited all of the known world, and yet jealousy puts brother against brother, and Cain kills Abel. It's a story that has made many movies, many written works of art, the idea that Cain could not have went someplace else, but instead had to kill his brother. It's part of the story that is most evident in the world in which we live in. And yet, you hear very little about what God does. God says, do not kill Cain. For anyone who does will reach judgment sevenfold. Keeping in mind this is stories that are told at a time of where the rule of thumb was eye for an eye. Justice. Equality. You take my arm, I get to cut yours. At the same time, it also was a time when the punishment <coughs> was not to be greater than that which was taken from you. Because that is the true meaning of an eye for an eye. Is if someone takes your eye out, you can't take both of their eyes, only one. But as I say, it's trying to balance 
good and evil, sin and punishment, trespasses. Where is justice for Abel when God says, do not kill Cain? At the same time, he is punished that he has to wander the earth forever. That the ground will consume him. The punishment would, in fact, guilt itself. Cain would have to live knowing that he had killed his brother. That is the punishment that God set forth. For God forgives all. All who come before Christ are forgiven. That is the message we hear. For we are saved through Jesus Christ. Faith that is given freely to us. That we are saved by grace. Saved when we do not deserve it. Forgiven though we do not ask. We are loved even when we do not love. All is given to us. God has all of creation at his fingertips. God can eat whatever God wants. God has no use for money. And yet, That is what people think. You go out into the world and you ask people in most churches. And as I've said before, friends of mine who say, I give my one hour every week to God, so I must be going to heaven. Well, I donated the money for the roof, so therefore I must surely be going to heaven. I have served on every church council and committee that has ever been asked of me, so therefore I must be better than the rest. Keeping in mind that there are entire Christian faiths based on what I just said. Based on buying your way to heaven through work. It's how humans react. It's as if we do not trust God when God says you are forgiven. Because we know in our own hearts when we look to somebody and say you are forgiven. In the dark recesses we seek revenge. We always wish, yeah I forgive you but I sure hope something bad happens to you. It's how we are in this sinful world. It is the sin of temptation and the devil in the darkness that calls out to us. That says that we do not understand forgiveness. We do not understand the ultimate sacrifice of Christ. It is that which we do not understand that will be our destruction. 
our undoing. Because what happens is we take it for granted. We take the gift of forgiveness granted and then we try to see who is better than the other. But then we hear the message. The message of the gospel this morning. The story that in many ways in modern times would go a little bit differently. For we would have the church council president or the Sunday school superintendent who comes into the church building and sits down and says the prayer. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have given me. Thank you for everything that you have blessed me with. And then seeing the prostitute walk in with her needle-ridden arms from drug use, who comes and sits in the front row because the seats in the back are filled, That's part of the old story that I said doesn't make sense. Because the tax collector would probably show up late. I'm sure the only seat left would be that one up front. And then after church, the other person will walk up to the pastor and say, I'm expecting you to talk to that person and tell them they are not welcome here if they're going to dress that way. And if you don't think that happens, it does. For these are stories that pastors exchange. Even today, this summer, pastors have told stories very similar to this. Of people who have come to church and those there sitting thought that they were not worthy to be in their presence. I myself have even had some of these thoughts of people who come when you want to react to them and go, what do you want now? When truly all they are coming to do is to seek forgiveness and a life. Seeking an understanding, a chance of redemption. A chance to know God. But it is the human nature in which we live that we look at it and we question. We question people's motives. Now what do they want? But truly all God asks. All God wants from us is one thing. And one thing only. 
for us to accept forgiveness and be thankful. Now, I'm not going to go into how do we become thankful because that's kind of another sermon in and upon itself. But it's what God wants us to be, is thankful. But in order to truly be thankful enough, and I emphasize this enough, because it starts first with repentance and humbling ourselves. Humbling us to the point of being able to walk up and sit in the front pew, exposed and naked before God. Now I'm not calling for naked Sunday worship here. I'm talking about being naked in your soul. Truly exposing your inner self to God. So that you truly understand and appreciate the forgiveness offered. One of the debates that happens when we talk about repentance, especially within Lutheran confines, is they talk about individual confession to the pastors. Luther stumbled upon this block. And I don't mean stumbled as in he just discovered it. He stumbled because he could not understand it. Luther himself could not understand it because... Because there's absolutely nothing that I can do to forgive your sins. There's nothing I, as your shepherd, can do for you to humble yourself. It all happens between you and God. It happens when you reveal everything. And here's the kicker. God already knows it. God already knows the demons that lurk within our souls. It's nothing new. What he asks of us, as I say, is an understanding that we acknowledge. And that is how we humble ourselves. That we acknowledge how sinful we are. So that therefore we can be thankful enough when we are forgiven. This goes beyond our understanding. It goes beyond what we do. It is the very fabric of living in the Holy Spirit. For it is only through the power of the Holy Spirit that we would ever have the power to stand up after we acknowledge the darkness. That we are able to also receive the forgiveness through the risen Lord Jesus Christ, accept the gift of grace and forgiveness, and to acknowledge that this has absolutely nothing to do with us.
but everything to do with the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Let us pray. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, who died and rose in three days, and through his resurrection we too are resurrected. Through the forgiveness of sins, we too are forgiven. Through our faith, not through our works, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can raise ourselves up after we acknowledge and are humbled because we are not worthy. But you have made us worthy. You have made us glorious and holy. You have made us through the mercy of your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we all say, Amen. Thank you once again for tuning in to Classic Hits 103.7. We conclude this morning with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As I say, I'd like to thank you again for tuning in this morning. You can reach us or listen to us again next week right here on Classic Hits 103.7 at 9.30 in the morning on Sundays. Or you can get together with us in person at Living Waters Lutheran Church and Pound Underneath the Pound Water Tower at 10 a.m. If you wish to contact Living Waters Lutheran Church, you can do so by contacting Living Waters Lutheran Church online at Living Waters Crivets. That's livingwaterscrivets at gmail.com. You can also call us at 715-927-7084. That number, once again, is 715-927-7084. As always, this message is brought to you by all the members of Living Waters Lutheran Church, as well as J.C.'s Auto Detailing, located at 225 Hames Avenue in Coleman. You can contact J.C. for all your auto detailing needs by calling... 920-662-6332. That number, once again, for all your auto detailing needs is 920-662-6332. This message is also brought to you by Circle R Accounting. For all your accounting and tax representation needs, get a hold of Circle R Accounting at 715-854-7084. That number, once again, is 715-854-7084. It is also being brought to you by Fisher Tax and Financial Services. For all your tax and financial needs, get a hold of Fisher Tax at 715-854-3695. That number, once again, is 715-854-3695. This message is also brought to you by Joe's Auto Body. You can get a hold of Joe for all your auto body needs by contacting Joe at 715-854-2481. That number, once again, is 715-854-2481. 2481. But we know that through the hope and praise of Jesus Christ and the healing ability of the Holy Spirit, we will get through this all. And as always, remember your sins are forgiven through the risen Lord. Hallelujah.